0: You're listening to Bill Handel, on demand from KFI AM640. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention please. I'm here to announce that I'm leaving show business to spend more time with my stripper. And now... These shows here just keep getting better and better. Bill Handel. It's uh, KFI AM640, Bill Handel here on a Wednesday, December 6th. Uh, I keep on pressing the wrong button and going live while I'm trying to talk to Kono. And uh, I'm pressing the mic button that turns me on. Well, it doesn't turn me on, but it, uh, (laughs) you know, I mean, how can a mic button turn you on? Uh, I guess you have to be in radio to really appreciate that. Uh, Anyway, uh, so I'm um, uh, not pressing air mix, which is a direct uh, line to Kono. And instead, I'm pressing the mic. And uh, oh, it's we all, all know. You no, know, so I'm explaining I'm no, I'm explaining to uh uh people out in radio land. Why you kept interrupting my weather. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, pretty okay. much. And so that wasn't uh didn't do that on purpose, inadvertent. <laughs> uh and I just want to point something out. Uh I am actually for a moment there, I was uh, somehow mistaking uh the host mic for the talk back mic. And I want to point out uh, I've been doing this for 30 years. On This morning's show. That's all. One day you'll get it. One day I will get (laughs) it. (laughs) Oh, God bless us, everyone. I feel like Tiny Tim. Uh, Okay, let's do it. Uh, We've got some topics, to say the least. Tonight is going to be the uh, Republican uh, debate. And uh, only four people. Uh, Nikki Haley has the best chance of actually doing something and moving forward. And I hope she does, by the way, uh, because clearly I'm not a big fan of the big guy uh, who is going to be there by not being there. And we'll talk more about that tomorrow after the debate. Okay, uh, something I've been talking about for a whole bunch of months, and that's California's new mental health court. And uh, what it does is compel sort of people with severe mental illness uh, and the court to go to court. And then be ordered uh, to go to uh, health services. And uh, this mainly was designed to deal with the homeless. And so many homeless people people are mentally ill. They figure about 30%. And we really don't know. It's a chicken and egg thing. Are people homeless because they're mentally ill? Or uh, are uh, they uh, homeless because... Uh, because well, not because and I'm uh, there. You, you know what I'm talking about here. Uh, it's one or the other. Good for me, Bill. In any case, it's a care court, and it was launched on a limited basis before LA County, and uh, now it's LA County. And uh, the guy who runs it, Dr. Mark Gayley, uh, who is secretary of the California Health and Human Services Agency, involved. He said he's optimistic about the early results. Why? Because over 100 petitions have come in, and it's really moving. Now, here are the rules. You have to be at least 18 years old and have schizophrenia, be completely paranoid, or a related disorder that would qualify. Severe depression, bipolar disorder, addiction doesn't apply by itself. You also have to be schizophrenic or have a similar disorder. And uh, here's, here's what it's about. It's a civil court process, and it empowers family members and first responders to file a petition on behalf of an adult who they believe is unlikely to survive safely without supervision and whose condition is rapidly deteriorating. Uh, deteriorating. Now, I just want to point something out. It used to be that we would put these people in mental institutions. For example, uh, UC uh, Channel Islands was a mental institution. California had lots of them, and you could put people against their will there. Well, that changed. You see, uh, The ACLU got involved. Actually, Ronald Reagan got involved in saying, you have every right to be on the street uh, and you're mentally ill. You have every right to be homeless. Well, uh, now uh, the care court says, uh, nope. And here's part of the care court. Judge, you make a petition in front of the judge. The judge uh, says, okay, I'm going to deem you to be part of this program uh, you are going to uh, then go to a facility and you're going to have support and you're gonna have homeless shelter, uh, the uh, support with a, a, either temporary or medium uh, medium level uh, homelessness uh, issues or, or homeless shelters and you're going to uh, be able to get all the help that society can give you and it's really to help you if you're homeless. The rest of it is sort of ancillary. Uh, but the problem is it's voluntary. you say no. no thanks. I pass. You know, there are plenty of homeless people who want to live on the street. You know, I've told you the story about uh, my brother's ex-fiancee, who I found on the street. And I put her up for a number of years. Now she got an estate program. And uh, so she would invite her friends. We've got a little apartment. She would invite her friends to sleep over uh, on the floor, on the um, uh, on the carpet, and they would leave. They'd rather be on the street. They felt more comfortable on the street. So you have the right to live on the street. Now, how do you change that? Well, someone goes in and gets a conservatorship where uh, the conservator can make all the decisions in the world about either your state, your financial situation, make financial decisions or your person. That means you, it means your physical uh, health and, 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 and physical decisions for going into the hospital, making whatever decisions. And uh, California, oh, there's, uh, oh my God, 171,000 homeless people. LA County, 60,000, or maybe it's 70,000 now. No one comes close. And uh, there are people that are not happy with the care court, and they're saying uh, it's too restrictive. People's rights are somehow being affected. Uh, these people shouldn't go through, for example, the court system, judges in robes sitting up on, uh, uh, on the bench up there. So I don't know what they're going to do. Are they going to be in classrooms and the judges uh, wear slacks and polo shirts? Uh, So it's uh, the dress code becomes uh, business casual. Uh, You can only go so far. But is it a good idea? Yeah, probably. But these are our resources. Remember, uh, resources are very limited. And where do you move them? And so these people desperately need help. Do we need the money to deal with it? Of course we can. Uh, And of course we do. But the problem is, where do you put the money? And right now, uh, the money is being aimed, targeted at homelessness. That is the big issue. Karen Bass ran on homelessness. Newsom ran on homelessness. That issue, uh, Paul Caruso, the Republican against Karen Bass, ran on the homeless issue. Everybody's on the same page. So out of the homeless issue comes uh, the mental illness picture. And by the way, these people have to basically be homeless. That's a rule. Got to be homeless. Those are people going to be dealt with. And so they've received over 100 petitions in two months. And it's, hey, by the way, you go through hoops on this too. I mean, you go through hoops voluntary. No, I don't want to do it. Well, the judge orders mediation. I don't want to do it. They can do anything about it, they can't do a, a damn thing about it. So uh, we'll see a lot more than that. All right. Uh, so what's going on in California hospitals? Well, you know, our medical system is just a god awful mess. I've told you that time and time again, and I, I just have to throw the proof at you, uh, and it's all the proof in the world. Look at the cost of pharmaceuticals. Uh, look at the cost of medicine. You go in an emergency room, and you have a doctor see you for two minutes. Oh, you got a flu, go home. Uh, okay, that's $3,000, and so let me tell you what's happening to the hospitals that charge you $3,000. Uh, they're going bankrupt. Uh, that's what happens. And earlier this year, California created a loan program, and uh, the poster child of this loan program is to help reopen Madera County, the only hospital in Madera County. It closed a year ago. It's been searching for a partner or a buyer. Nothing doing. No one's interested because it's losing money hand over fist. And so what happens is you have the bankruptcy and closure of Madera Community Hospital, the only hospital in the community, And so lawmakers uh, are allocating $300 million in loans for it and other troubled facilities. By the way, uh, the big player is $57 million just for Madeira. But the money is on hold. Why? Because part of the money is you really have to find a buyer or a partner to reopen the hospital. They're not just going to give you money because you're going bankrupt. And the problem is there's not enough money to reopen and they can't find a buyer. Now, there were a couple of out there. Adventist Health uh, was involved. Trinity Health was involved, but they just weren't interested. Uh, it's losing too much money. Uh, Adventist said that uh, restarting uh, Madeira community would cost uh, $85 million for the first two years because it's going to hemorrhage money until it really gets going. And by the way, a number of community hospitals are in financial trouble Two file for bankruptcy uh, bankruptcy uh, Two cut services, including labor and delivery. And so here we are, the distress hospital loan program, 30 hospitals applied, 17 were selected to receive the loans and the rest aren't very happy about it. The ones that didn't receive the money and they are bitching and moaning and rightly so. So right now. Madeira's Hospital uh, has dibs on actually up to $52 million if they can find someone to take it over. But even $52 million doesn't cut it because, well, Adv- Adventist Health said, okay, you, I, we're getting $52 million. We're gonna, it's going to cost us $85 million. And even with how expensive medicine is, no one has the money to pay anyway. You walk in and you have a surgery and there it is, My um, the last surgery I had. And I had, uh, as you know, I was gone for a few months because I had open heart surgery. Uh, that's where they open your heart. Uh, I just thought I would tell you that. They just open it up right there. It's like a book. Well, maybe not. Well, they certainly open your chest like a book. Anyway, so I was out for several months because uh, I had another surgery before that. I was just a mess. Nothing life-threatening, by the way. People go, oh, my God, you were going to die. No, I wasn't. But it was not fun. That surgery cost $125,000. Now, I'm with Kaiser, so I didn't have to pay because I have really good medical insurance. Well, and by the way, which I pay per month is just astronomical. But uh, who, who can come up with $125,000? So you go bankrupt on a hospital doesn't get any money. So they apply to uh, various state and federal agencies, which don't give enough money. And it is crazy. You know how much an organ transplant can cost? Half a million dollars. Can you imagine that? And what happens if you get a a really crappy organ? I mean, I don't think there's a money back guarantee. I don't think you, you get free shipping next time out. I mean, half a million dollars. Who has the money for that? And keep in mind, a lot of insurance programs, a lot of them t- cap out at a million dollars. And by the way, if you have a serious case of cancer, uh, you can top that million dollars over the years. Because cancer medication is hideously expensive. Though so the system is completely broken. So how does a hospital qualify for one of these loans? They have to sow financial need. That's not a problem. A path to viability... And the hospitals with low levels of cash who are viable, uh, they're put in line. So now the hospital administrators who did not receive the money are uh, now going crazy. And uh, there's uh, just people are trying to, for example, a Chinese hospital up in San Francisco. What a shocker, huh? Uh, Wants to renegotiate its reimbursement rates with private insurance, public insurance, That's the problem. Watsonville Community Hospital wasn't getting enough money. They're getting $8.3 million. So the state's trying to bail them out. But as always, there ain't enough money. Our system is broken. And uh, they're trying. They're trying. Okay. Uh, I didn't even know there were uh, uh, rodeos in Los Angeles. I know there's a rodeo drive or rodeo drive in Beverly Hills. But I didn't know there were rodeos. And there seemed to be. Uh, The L.A. City Council yesterday voted unanimously to ban rodeos in the city. 14-0. And so the vote asked the city attorney's office to draft an ordinance outlawing rodeos in the city. No more rodeos. However, just before the vote, uh, you've got uh, Blumenthal. Councilman Blumenthal, Bob Blumenthal, uh, Blumentfield, I'm sorry, represents the West Valley, West San Fernando Valley. And uh, he said, we have to have amendments. We got to change this around. What does that mean? Well, because we've got a couple of groups uh, that should be exempted. They should be able to engage in rodeos. And the two groups are the Latino groups, certain Latino groups, and certain Black groups. And so here was the concern no rodeos means no uh, charadillas. What is a charadilla? Uh, it's basically uh, a rodeo, very popular in Mexico. And what it doesn't do, okay, and this is what is going to be completely illegal. Is bareback bronc riding, saddle bronc riding, bull riding, calf roping, steer wrestling, team roping, or anything involving the physical taking down of an animal, roping an animal, or attempting to ride a bucking animal. That's off the table. Can't do that. But a idea? Can you have those? You can. Because what is a charradia? idea? A chat idea is simply an exercise in herding cattle. That's it. From what I understand, that is the chat idea. And it is cultural and uh, technically it is a rodeo because it's a bunch of cattle uh, in uh, this uh, large arena, a bullfighting arena. And uh, they're saying, uh, no, you can't do that. It's a cultural issue with us in Southern California among, uh, among the Latino community. Then uh, there is the Bill Pickett Rodeo, a national event for black riders. And you can't say no to this cultural event. Now, I I think there's a cultural aspect to every uh, rodeo. I think you've got a traditional rodeo with a bunch of, uh, you know, gum-chewing or tobacco-chewing white guys who don't have teeth. I know I'm being uh, a little bit out there, and I understand for those of you that are big rodeo fans, I'm obviously going over the top. By the way, I meant every word I said. And uh, this is uh, a cultural exception. And uh, the city council bought that because Blumenfield said, I'm not voting for this unless you put those exemptions in. Because, first of all, well, I don't, you know what, I don't know, uh, well, I do know now, because uh, anything that is traditional, uh, even among uh, the uh, Bill Pickett rodeo, the the black riders rodeo, the black uh, uh, event, uh, had traditional uh, rodeo events. uh, You know, the Bronco riding, uh, the bull riding, etc., that's all done. So, at a news conference before the vote, one of the sponsors, um, Councilman Rodriguez, said the proposed ordinance would be far more inclusive and impactful to communities of color and cultural practices that have long been treasured here. So, okay, now the people opposing the ban: uh, one, uh, a uh, African American said, "I'm a proud Angelino. I was born, raised here. My father rode bulls. My uncle rode bulls here, and those animals were not abused." I mean, that's probably true. You get a uh, a bucking bronco or a bull. I mean, I got to tell you, who do you think is abused on that side? Very few of these cowboys stomp on the bull's head and kill the bull. Uh, You've got one or two bulls that stomp on the cowboys' heads. Uh, Blumenfield said, these animals aren't part of the show. The torture is the show. All right. Well, you've got other uh cities uh that have done exactly the same thing San Francisco, San Juan Capistrano, Pasadena. Did you ever know there were rodeos in Pasadena? I guess right next to uh the Rose Bowl parade. That's it. Uh am I missing something? Were there floats where they had bowls pronking uh horses and bulls being ridden? I, I have no idea. Uh Pittsburgh, uh Leesburg, Virginia, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Now, already there are rules, by the way, here uh, in California regarding rodeos or in Los Angeles. Veterinarian has to be present or on call. Injury reports must be sent to the state's veterinary medical board. Doesn't matter if the cowboys are, uh, in fact, injured. That's not a problem. And Blumenfield said uh, there are black rodeos, there are Latino rodeos, there are gay rodeos. And I'm talking about uh, which way the gay rodeo riders sit. Uh, nobody is trying to go after culture. At all, it's we're going after torture of the animals. Okay, uh, super train now. We already have the L.A. San Francisco uh, bullet train, which is uh, it's not it's not going to be as fast as a bullet, and it's barely a train. And uh, there are there are parts of it that the land hasn't even been bought yet, and tens of billions of dollars have been spent. And the only way it is ever going to even break even or even pay before it makes money. Just to pay back what it costs to build, what are the tickets going to be? Like $900 LA, San Francisco, something crazy. And it's not like uh, there are bullet trains. You go to Europe, for example, Japan had the first one. It uh, goes 125 miles per hour. Uh, then you have, uh, you go to France and the TGV and that goes uh, just a Paris to Lyon in a couple of hours. It goes like 200 miles an hour. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been on one, but let me tell you uh, what a great feeling you have when you're and there. The tracks are right next to each other. One train going one way, the other train going the other way, and you're zipping past each other at 400 miles an hour. The good news, if you ever collide, you'll never feel it. I mean, the, you know, you'll be vaporized. I always get scared to death whenever uh, that happens. But anyway, so um, how about uh, the SoCal to Vegas train? Two hours, they say. And uh, guess what? Just got $3 billion. And uh, the Inland Empire in Las Vegas landed a $3 billion federal grant. Supposed to be open by 2028 in time for the Olympic Games in Los Angeles. And the company that got it, Brightline, got the contract. Uh, They did the first phase of the rail line connecting Miami and Orlando this year. So they got the uh, U.S. Department of Transportation grant. Uh, as part of an infrastructure package. And now the rest of the funding, we got $3 billion paid by for the feds, $9 billion is going to be raised through private capital and bonds. Woo, I don't know who's going to invest in that, but unless there is a guarantee, a governmental guarantee, which at some point is probably going to kick in, I don't know how they're going to uh, raise that money. Now, in Southern California... The line connects to the MetroLink computer uh, commuter train system, and that links it directly to downtown LA. In Las Vegas, it'll end at the end at south end of Las Vegas Boulevard. And uh, boy, what a treat it's going to be! Uh, oh yeah, uh, it's going to cut through two states across uh, the Cajon Pass, and they don't quite know what's going on. It's just really expensive, and it's going to cost buckets of money. And there have been tons of high-speed rails uh, in the U.S., well, theoretically, China, Japan, European countries. You know, the uh, uh, train from, I think it's either uh, downtown to airport uh, or from the airport, it's either Beijing or Shanghai. I don't remember. It's the only maglev train uh, in the world. Where there is, uh, there's no friction. The train actually does not touch the rails. It, uh, between, because of magnet, uh, magnetic, magnetic attraction and uh, the, uh, the opposite of attraction. Uh, <sutters> word, word, word. Anyway, the opposite of magnetic attraction, it actually lifts up and is off the rails. And this thing goes like 300 miles an hour. It makes it from the airport to it makes from the airport to the center of the city in like seven minutes. Pardon? Repulsion. repulsion. Yeah, I, you would think I'd know repulsion, wouldn't you? I've been doing this show for so many years. You think that word would come to mind almost instantly? So anyway, is this going to be a boondoggle? Yeah, probably. This is KFI AM six forty live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You've been listening to The Bill Handel Show. Catch my show Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. and anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. 18 plus.